Hello and welcome to Breaking Late. I'm your host, Michael, and with me again is JD after a big, big weekend of a double header for us. How are you, mate? Yeah, triple header for me. Triple header? <laughs> yes, you um very busy this weekend. Yeah, very, very busy. You want to get out of the way now or do you want to wait to an hour 20 into the podcast? I don't know. Have you got we... sound effects? Like a... Have we ever had sound effects <laughs> on this show? I don't know. Maybe we should be upgrading. I don't know. What... Well, I'm trying, but I've got no skill when it comes to that type of stuff. So that's the reason why we've got no sound effects. Uh, yeah, so join the Meter Club and meter club. my beautiful wife, Jess, also managed to join the Meter Club. Same you day. explain to the people that like... No, they should know. get it. Everyone knows about barra fishing. I think everyone should know. <laughs> uh, so... There's this uh, magical three digits with uh, measuring a barramundi that it's pr- pretty elusive, um, and I've been battling to get past them. I've got a 97, a 99 and a half, but finally managed to get over the finally meter. Finally cracked the one double zero. Yes, yep. So And then Jess managed to up me by a few centimetres. Let's go six a big more. Fish. You sent me the photos <laughs> on the weekend and that's a big fish. Yeah, she she got a monster. It was it was good, but it was her birthday weekend. So um, Happy birthday. Yeah, that, that was a pretty good way to bring up a, a her birthday. Cool. Anyway, motorsport, you still kill it that? You still watch yes, that? Yes, yes. It's a good thing with mobile internet these days. Hey? You can watch it, watch it wherever you're at. Hotspot to my computer. Yep. <laughs> no, nah, it was good to see you. You're still dedicated, still watching the racing, <laughs> even though it is prime fishing time. <laughs> Well, uh, we let's jump into it. Let's do it straight away. Where do you want to start? Do you want to start with the awkward four-race V8 supercar calendar? Yeah, let's start with that. All right, let's go into... So, the supercars racing in the... A, is it just called AGP? Yes, Or the AGP. Coates Hire Melbourne 400 is what I think it was officially called. Oh, that's that's what the V8 was called, yes. Yeah. yeah. What do you think of the format? The two thirteen lappers don't and particularly the 225s. Like it. Um, I don't particularly like it, but I think I understand they've got com- TV commitments and they've they've got to make a schedule that works to works with all the other other um, manufacturers or not manufacturers, no, other racing the, series. Yeah, that are there. And the FOM pretty much controls everything of that. Yeah, and they say jump, and everyone says how high. Mm-hmm. I feel like we the longer races worked really well. The short race sprint race format wasn't as good. Mm-hmm. That I love the 25 lappers. Yeah. I think that were great. And they really did put on a show. Putting the pit stops in, making that bit of extra longer racing was a good move. And the tyre deg thing was good too. So the longer races really started to show you strategies of undercutting and, and going long and then having a strong car at the end of the, the race and stuff like that. That was really interesting to watch where the shorter races didn't really give you that. No, th- the shorter races were really just a, ah, oh, who got off the line first? Okay, there you go. You're yep. done. So, no, uh, uh, pretty positive uh, yeah, for the overall, first point score weekend for the V8s. So I, I really enjoyed the the racing. There were some pretty big milestones in there too, wasn't there? Mm. Well, um, Scotty, Scotty Pye. Pye pulled up his first win. Yep, um, that's, that's going to be probably one of the biggest moments for the whole weekend, I think, as well. That, to me, hands down, best race of the weekend. Yeah, Formula I agree, one, I agree. You know, is another category, but in supercars, that was just the best race, I reckon. I agree. It was um, there was a lot of stuff going on and people making up gaps and people with strategy. And that and the, the rain, rain came down and then everyone finished it in pitch black. Yeah, um, wasn't that like the cameras do a lot for us to be able to see? I can't imagine what the drivers would look. You know, the, well, the vision must have been pretty poor. Like you never notice how bright those little LCD display screens are that display the ads and stuff. 
that was really bright on the cars by the end of it. Yeah, and and the display Scotty dash Pies dash doesn't have a dimmer on it where a lot of the other I cars that did. when they're inboard footage of it. And it he was said, like, it, well, he's come out afterwards and said it was blinding him. He he could barely see past it. Can you turn it off? Well, it mustn't have been a way to turn it off on his car. Or would you so. really want to turn the dash off? You're like, I'm driving. I, to I guess if it's going to make you uh, crash, see, yeah, yeah. Because a few of them did have them turned off, and they just had their LED shift yeah, lights yep. and br- and brake locking lights um, on the dash. You know, I was, that was also all. surprised that in that race. Uh, and I know we'll probably recap it a little bit, bit further oh, on. What but was that? Was um Jamie Wincup didn't turn his lights on to like the last two or three laps? Yeah, I, it's something we talked about off air, but Jamie come out in the media after that race and said he would have felt terrible if he had a passed pie. Yep. I kind of feel like he was not putting a lot of pressure on him to begin with. He kind of never turned his lights on to let him know that he was there sort of thing. He just let him... He sort of just shadowed him and was just like, yeah. oh, I'm following you. Could um, be completely wrong, had, could be completely back. Scotty could trip. have had a great car and just managed to actually generally pull the two, two and a half second gap that he did. Um, Wink up definitely pushed up strong on him at the end there. And oh, yeah. Nearly and got how him. quick, like when Scotty did make that mistake and come off turn 10, I have no idea on that track. The yeah, back the, section the, of it. Yeah, yep. Um, how quickly did Jamie pounce? He was like, on right him. Right on yeah. the back of it. and But then, once again, he sort of was like, I feel like he was showing like, could have had you. And he's like, ah, but I won't take you. I was yeah. definitely right there. I could have easily gone up the inside. He, he w- Yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to say. If it was... Maybe if it was Scotty, he would have been right up the inside. If it was the other end of the championship. Scotty cha- McLaughlin, you know what I mean. If it was the other end of the championship, I think there might have been a bit more push and shove. Yeah, but at uh, the start, he's like... Hey, I've had podiums in every race so far. You know, you can have a race win. Yeah, well, I mean, Jamie's he's got like a hundred and five of them or something now. Hundred and six race wins. Hundred and six race yeah, wins. Yeah, I think it is. A few damaged cars in the wet race as well. With um, well, a few cars out. Uh, Lounsey was out. Todd yeah. was out. Yeah. Did you see it with Lounsey in the interview during the he wasn't race? Very happy, was he? He was still smiling, but he wasn't happy. And he blamed Todd. And I was like, it wasn't Todd. And he's like, yeah. then in, during the mid-interview, it was actually, oh, sorry, Heingartner. Yeah. Because it was like, Todd was out. He got damaged. He, oh, He got oh. damaged with Simona and um, a couple other cars Simona in a little and, bit of an um, incident. Tanda. Yeah. Did you see that? What's your, what's your opinion on that? Well, it, they, don't, like... they didn't show enough footage of it, to be honest. That I, think I needed to see some more angles to be able to pick what actually happened there. It looked like a bit of a consultina and then... They it kind all. of looked like by the end of it that Simona punt, like bumped into Todd and then Todd got like sideways a bit and then bumped into um, Tander and they then, I think, ha- Hazelwood and Tander both spun? Yeah, yeah. So, it was... It was a post-race investigation. I haven't looked into it to see who what happened. I, I haven't seen anything pop up about it, so... Um, Can't be that big of a deal. Yeah, yeah. That was, yeah, pretty much the pick of the weekend for the races. So I... That was my pick as well. I was excited at the start. Well, actually, a bit at the start on the weekend when the qualifying, right? The, your four 10-minute sessions or whatever to go out and set your fastest laps. To be honest, I didn't see any qualifying. I just, by the time I finished work, got home, it was done. But it was interesting to see how Scotty got race three, Wind Cup got race four, Scotty got race five, Wind Cup got race six. I was like, ah, I see where we're going with this. Yeah, yeah. And really, it was only the two races, the 13-lapper, the first 13-lapper and the 25-lapper, that the shell cars were really there and competitive. 
Yeah, and um, there, there there was another team actually that did well. Not team, sorry, uh, driver that did pretty well this weekend was Davy Reynolds. He was up there again, so it's good oh, to see. Him. Yes, okay, he won the race on the Sunday, but yeah. when you look at what he did, he um. He was having a pretty average weekend right up until a Sunday. He needs to get his consistency back because he is actually sitting quite high on the points at his the moment. His second. Yeah. So, but they have pace in that car. It shows it's not just a one-hit wonder, come out of the box with clips or were quick. They're actually doing quite a good job at multiple tracks now. Two different, very different Two tracks. Two very different styles of tracks too. Yeah. So, it will be interesting to follow where Erebus go with this and see whether they continue on with this pace and, and into the further uh, race meetings to come. Did you notice there was like on the Thursday just before practice hit the track there all the teams were allowed to run their composite guards. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. And, and I was correct. Pa- was from it last, roof panels? Last yeah, yeah, I was right. Yeah. You, you, I was happy when you sent me a message there going, Oh, you were right on the panels. It's not often that I get a <laughs> you were right when it comes to motorsport stuff. <laughs> yes, I, I retract my previous statement. There is still problems, I think, with the internal uh, internal panels being steel. Mm. Um, I don't think there's a solution for that as easy as the panels that they've replaced. Yeah, so but I think at the start, they everyone was saying it's the composite guards, it's the composite roof, it's yeah. the composite bonnet. Now, I believe, I think all Nissans are running new roofs and panels. Yeah, I think Not sure about the everyone. bonnets. Um, not, not sure, yeah. Ford, the Ford team, so the Tickford and, and or, yeah, Tickford and DJR, were split, so only, I believe it was only Fabian that had the composite bonnet and full guards, and I think Scotty Mae was only running maybe some guards. I don't think he, they had all the full kit made out, um, because you got to think of it, you know. Um, it's a pretty quick turnaround. Pen, uh, Tickford, I keep wanting to say ProDrive. Tickford um, would have had to turn around and make all of them and then sell them to, to DJR, so they couldn't get all of it done. So there was sort of a split. Um, yeah. I think Frosty had it and maybe Cam. Or Chaz, but yeah, not all the cars had it, but they should all be onto it by the time. Pretty big Simmons call by Windcup, but and and Roland Dane. I think they're just like we don't care. They were like pretty much uh, said the Wing guards Cup won't said, do much. Yeah, Windcup said it won't make a difference. Did it? I don't know. We won't be able to tell until Clips exactly. Next year. And like this one here, everyone's like, oh well, now the arrow is really going to show. Okay, the Holdens were definitely a more dominant car this weekend. Yeah, with scoring. Well, Larko, I don't know if you've seen the, the thing with Larko when he went to the, his, his chalkboard or his... His electric whiteboard. Uh, yeah, yeah, whiteboard. Yeah, no, I didn't see it. Okay, so he basically did an average time between all the Fords put together and all the Commodores put together. Mm. And there was less than... It was like point one of a second between the two of them. Commodores yeah. were only point one of a second faster but on average. Point one of a second in our sport is a fair bit. So, uh, yeah, it's one-tenth, one-tenth yeah. over race pace, that is. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, but if you go on qualifying, if you beat someone by one-tenth, that's like, whoa, you got yeah. pantsed. And I guess there's probably a few lower, uh, let's say, less funded teams that teams. might bring the yeah, average, bring the average down. down a little bit. But you still have... I've been saying, DJR, Penske is still on the ball. Yeah, yeah. I don't think there's a dramatic... I don't think it's as big as we thought it was going to be. Mm. So we'll we'll see. Yeah. Um, yeah. Another big thing out of the, the one of the races was the chaos in the pits. The wet one yeah. where I think it was Tando or someone went 
Uh, like we, locked up on the concrete and went straight into... I won, yeah. Yeah, went, went straight into his pit crew. Yeah, I've actually really felt for the pit crew there. I didn't... They didn't show enough of it either to make sure that they were all okay. Okay, yeah, I I did think that because like, he just locked up, slid on the concrete. It was already slippery as it is. It's a small congested... It's a much smaller facility than they usually actually, have. Actually, is it smaller than like... It looks Queensland tighter. Raceway, which is uh, really just I tin don't sheds. Know. I don't know. I don't know. That if needs an different. upgrade, that track. Yeah, it does. We're not the only people talking about that. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, it was very congested. And to see them sliding all over the place, it was very chaotic when the rains came down. It was quite, it was quite chaotic because that the, the concrete was just so slippery compared to the, the tar I just the think everyone was underestimating how much they were going to slide when they hit it, and oh. obviously, the, well, obviously they did because there was some pretty big lockups. What's your thoughts on? Do you think McLaughlin should have pitted for tires, or do you think he was that far back in the pack that they should have just rolled the dice and just going, you go, you stay out, the leaders are staying out. Yeah, I don't know. Now you put that up there, because um, I was on the impression going, all right. You already fallen back. You made that off. You've lost a lot of spots to go in and double stack. Like you finished fifteenth in the end. It was a pretty damaging race, actually. Now you put it out there. Um, I didn't really think about it at the time. I, I noticed he double stacked for uh, probably three or four seconds. I assume mm. was the the stop length. But um, yeah, it's a hard one to know, isn't it? Like because in the end, the rain's pretty much stopped by the end of it. Yeah, and the well, the front runners obviously managed to uh, run around enough pace that they weren't getting yeah, past. Yeah, I think stuff. by the end of it, they needed to get like oh, sixty seconds in, like ten laps or something, and they were not closing that in. I guess because he was a bit not further back laps. in a bit of a battle, it was probably going to be a bit harder for him if they, everyone around him come at him with wet tires. Yeah, versus true. the people on slicks where they but were I all thought, around people yeah. on slicks. I'm just thinking maybe. He might have he been able to hold on to the gap. Hold on to that gap. Yeah. He would have stayed in. The others did sort of slow down. I guess he's going to have to slow down as well. But yeah, I just thought maybe if he was a bit, probably probably a bit later in the championship, if you're really fighting for it, you'd be like, stay out, follow your rival. Probably would have been a good bet to do, you know, to roll the dice a bit on it. But I think they just went safe and went, it's better than DNF. Yeah, true. I mean, there's all. I'm surprised we didn't lose a car when the rains came down. Yeah, everyone did a pretty good job. Um, there's a few like cars that, every though. now and then that went off the track and had a little bit of a escort across the grass, and there was some pretty crazy driving coming through. God, track. You're, I'm the same as you with the, the uh, corner numbers at this track. I think it's turn nine. Yeah, turn eight. So you got the one like, along the beach, or the you've got the really really fast long one. And then it comes 10, into 11, a, yeah. 11 and 12 is that one that every, people cut through and you've got that tyre barrier. Okay, well, sorry, maybe middle. it's 11. 11 12 Off is where 11. you run wide. Yeah, like okay. Jamie get, kept getting done for going too wide on one of the races and yeah. got bad sportsmanship. And everyone was fishtailing out of there pretty bad. Um, you Giz, see, um, yeah, Shane Van Gisbergen and Jamie was like, oh, that's how he drives, you know. It's a little, little bit of water. He puts his foot into it. Yeah, yeah. So he had a bit of steering angle on for a few corners there, for a lot of the race. He just didn't didn't look like he had the car set up properly for this. He didn't have race. the car set up this weekend. So it was not a strong um, showing from Shane. He did, he drove well. He still well. He drove, drove up. He's still can, leading yeah. the championship, and he still recovered. He did really good recovery drives, but his qualifying really hurt him. Yeah, yeah. I agree. He started last. There was a the qualifying look. 
some of the drivers probably liked it still, but because they like that high pressure situation sort of thing. But it really hurt a lot of drivers that got balked and stuff like that. Uh, Lounsey with yeah, Golding. Yeah, exactly. You know, that cost them huge um, positions, like, mm. you know, starting near last. From what I've read is a lot of people seem to like the qualifying. The Well, a lot of the drivers and teams, they like that. It's a bit more exciting. It's something different. They can give it a shot. They've, you've, it's pretty much comes down. You get one lap. Yeah. And that was, they, they, a lot of them said it was basically like a shootout. And on the five points, 5.7, 5.2 kilometer track, 5.4, yeah, it's, it's somewhere around there. It's a five kilometer ish track. Um, <laughs> it's good. You got enough space to, you know, spread cars out. So you're not having to bunch everyone up. So you can tracks, get yeah. the sprint. Like I say this every time when we come up to Simmons Plains. That track needs an update and needs, like, maybe an extra K chucked onto it. <laughs> but then when we go there and we leave that weekend and you have the racing, you're like, that was great. I love that little track. <laughs> yeah. It's a bit like the paperclip. Oh, geez, it's a boring track. Get there. Good racing. Like, yeah, it's not too bad. <laughs> it's not that I bad. mean, upgrade your pit facilities, maybe put a proper roof on it. Some walls would be nice. Some Yeah, some walls, not a lean-to. Oh, yeah. Anyway, I mean, eventually, one day, they'll put some money into it. Is there much more we want to talk about in the V8 supercars? I mean, Nothing I really wanted to recap too much, no. Something that I did want to talk about, and I did post up on our Facebook page asking for people's opinions on it, was earlier on in the week, Mr. Penske pretty much gave Ford like an ultimatum, I'm saying, pretty much. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's good, interesting. Topic, and yeah. um, said, look, we can't rule out going to the Holden if Ford's not going to support us. And the way I really read that was... Maybe the other manufacturers have not really come on board, or well, Ford Ford very much really has wants to be holding. Yeah, um, they did a long time ago. To be honest, it's years why ago. Roland it's Dane left Ford in the first place. I guess it's it's coming to a time where Ford's got to make a decision. They're already down to really, you know, two teams, main teams, and a couple of smaller well, teams. Two teams and two other Falcons, single car teams. Yeah, so. They're really going to make a decision because it, it, it could really hinder them soon. Mm. I don't see Tickford leaving Ford anytime soon, but... No, I don't I don't see them leaving, but I can... I can see Rod Schapensky throwing enough money at it and getting, um, getting a new manufacturer in. I agree, yeah. And this is something that I actually was asking Mitch the other day. Do you think it's going to hurt? their fan base a lot because you've got a lot of old guys that just love it. And I DJR. think they just love it because it's Ford. Oh, well, DJR as well. He was, he Ford. has, yeah, he's Ford everywhere, but so there's going to be a lot of people that supported that team for the last 30 years. Is it any different to when triple eight left? Or do you think triple eight was, was a young team? Didn't have the, the dedicated fan base. Well, yeah. they did have a dedicated fan base as such, but they didn't have the history in the sport. And also the, the Holden and Ford thing had already been dying down for a little while when Triple Eight was around. Like, don't get me wrong, it was still pretty strong, but it was not the same as it was 20 years ago, 25 no, years this ago. this is something that I actually, we both, I was speaking to Mitch about, going, this might, I have, this could be a very unpopular opinion, but I want this manufacturer loyalty to Go. I I really don't care what type of car you're driving. I'm more for the team 
and the driver as such, because really the cars are well, it, it's everyone it is. working together to make it. I know, you know, the new ZB Commodore has, you know, upgraded features or whatever you want to say to it. Like it's got the better aero, it's got the lighter. Are they really manufactured cars anymore? Well, not in Australia. Exactly. Would you care if DJR is like, we've got to deal with BMW? No, 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 that that wouldn't worry me too much. I I am with you. Um, I like new and exciting things in our sport as well. Um, And if Ford's not going to back them, Ford's not really giving them too many choices on what car they're going to run either. Let's be honest. They don't want the Mustang in there. We've not run the Falcon. The Falcon stopped manufacturing last year. There's a reason that the Commodore is no longer being run. Yeah. It's because they stopped manufacturing last year. So, well, they're still running a Commodore, but it's not an Australian-built Commodore. It's German-built. So it is going to be... now. (laughs) Well, are they German-built or are they Korean-built but German design? I thought they're German built. They're originally they were going to be Chinese built, but then the Chinese Commodore that they were going to do Chinese car market expanded, and they're like, "We can't afford to send you guys thirty thousand cars or however many Commodores they sell. Um, go, we need them here." And then they had Holden had to go and go. All right, where are we going again? And then they went back to Germany. So it's gone full circle because the Commodore yeah, okay. was originally from Germany. Yeah, it was a German built car brought to Australia, and then they rebadged as a Commodore, and then they started building it here and. Yeah. Yeah, well... Um, but if you could get one manufacturer in, who's your dream manufacturer to enter the supercars? I don't know. I'd like Volvo to come back. <laughs> that <laughs> I was know, pretty I had good. It. I had Volvo, and you know what? That was the most... I was very surprised when Volvo came in. I was like, Volvo. Out of all the car manufacturers, we're getting Volvo. And they were the ones I think everyone's got a soft spot for because they were just... They were good out of the box. We've got a few that are sitting on shelves too. What about the Mercedes as well? They were pretty good. They could have been faster, but they were pretty yeah, pretty like, good looking car and stuff like we that. Saw, if we talked about it at Hidden Valley, we were like, you should just do a wild card round and like get one of your Mercedes <laughs> out, chuck one of your Holden engines in there. Yeah, well, if they'd allow them to. I think awesome. they're allowed. Yeah. You don't have to run the... Um, you can actually go and purchase an engine from supercars and be like, I want to run the Ford engine. Yeah, okay. Well, um, yeah, we've already got two two sets of chassis there that are, would well, be the good Volvo's to have there back. coming back. They're, they're no. back over in Sweden. But, like, okay, another one. If a new manufacturer, do you really think it's just going to be um, Kia? Toyota. We've already we got race, Nissan. Race the Camry. Yeah, Camry or uh, Orion. Nah, an Orion? Yeah. yeah, yeah, something like that. See, I would like... I want a European. They already raced the Camrys over in um, New Zealand in the super, whatever their the NZ eight or whatever it is. Yeah. yeah, and they're actually not too bad. They're they, a nice looking car. Well, they win a lot of races, so and they're a pretty good looking car. I think they run a Chev engine in them, but yeah, something like that. Yeah, because see, I, I I think we're going to probably end up with a Kia maybe next year in our series. Well, I actually seen one of those for the first time the other day. There's a couple in Darwin. Yeah, they're not a bad looking car. I went, yeah, geez, I what's this Jaguar? What is that? Mm. They're red and Stinger. Oh, there you go. It's those Kia's. Kia's getting pretty good at stealing European designs and just adapting it a little bit to not get sued. Yeah, look, you know, within 85% of the original, it's still not the same. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I would like a European car manufacturer to come in. I doubt it ever do it because... 
You know, well, like if BMW would come in, that'd be nice. It would be cool if BMW come in. Um, we've already had Mercedes, so nothing to say that BMW won't. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Maybe Mercedes could come back. Maybe. I mm. don't know. I, don't I really know just want he... also Nissan to sign on again. Yeah, and I think they need to put some more engine development in as well. Mm. It's the same if Mercedes come back. They really need the engine development. They can't continue on the way they were. Yeah. It was good to have them. What I really enjoyed was the mixture of sound. Yeah, different different engines and different notes. Mm. You could tell when different cars were going past. Yeah. But anyway, that's that's just a little little thing. Oh, I did because I about back onto the DJR going to hold and stuff like that. I liked um, Kevin's comment on Facebook. Yeah. Was the ah? Oh, it's turning into the super triple uh, eight supercar series. Well, if everyone goes to them, pretty much, isn't it? They're all the same same panels. I'm sure DJI would build uh, their own nice chassis. Competitive racing, though. Yes, yes, it would. One makes series. <laughs> <laughs> that works. The Porsche like, career, series is actually cup. quite good. Yep. Formula One. Yes, mate. It was good to see the cars back out on track. It was. I've been waiting a long time for it, and I'm much looking forward to it. All right, let's just get this over and done with the Halo. What do you think of it? Uh, I'm already. It is annoying to be not a, be able to see the drivers' helmets. It that it really threw is the um, commentators off a bit too. Sometimes I was surprised on how much that threw them off. Yeah, I agree. I assume they looked at the timing screen or something like that, going, "Oh, yeah, I'm looking at the number and know the numbers." Yep, but no, Crofty was quite thrown by it, um, and I could see why. It was pretty hard to tell sometimes, especially and at the start when they were all jumping positions. Around they also need to move their onboard cameras then. Some of them are nice and high. Um, some of them still have the camera with the head to the side, and you can see them, you know, when they go around the corners, you see the head move lots and do 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 But you can see not like much of the Ricardo's road. one. You can't see any of the road. Yeah. There's a photo on Reddit that was like, oh, the capture screen, you know, you go on like, log onto this website, click on the street signs and stuff like that. And they've basically broken up Ricardo's onboard footage. It's like, click on the racetrack, and you can't see shit of the racetrack. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it was really bad. But I didn't like them on Thursday or Friday. Yeah, on Saturday, Sunday, I didn't give a shit. There was racing on. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't really care. Yeah. They're here to stay. There's what no point say? losing sleep The over best it. thing about the Halo, the only thing the Halo's kept out of me was this sun out of my eyes or whatever. Yeah. Like, they just used to block the sun. They were getting a lot of hate on social media and stuff like that as well. A lot of people said, you know, they didn't look good, blocking cameras and that. We'll see how they go. If they, I um, think as the season goes on, it'll die out pretty quick. It's like their noise. Yeah, well, they've got louder again this year. So progressively, they've been getting louder and louder and louder. Mm. So maybe um, the halos might get smaller and smaller and they're gone again. <laughs> I doubt that. <laughs> I reckon they might get bigger and bigger, bigger and bigger. And bigger <laughs> and then like, oh, we're in a closed cockpit car. Yeah, yep. <laughs> so that is that is true. That was It was interesting to finally see them out there, though. All right, before we jump onto the race, because we're still in the little bit of talking random crap again, um, the TV graphics and everything on there, were your thoughts? Did you like them? Did you notice them? Did you just think it was a generic upgrade? I thought it was a good upgrade. I uh, liked it. Didn't didn't fuss me at all. Uh, that was That's always nice when you're going to change something on a viewing platform that everyone's already so used to everything. That It, it, it was a pretty easy transition and you know the way that graphics worked 
Um, the new telling people per, uh, your purple gaps. sectors, your gaps, the uh, purple laps. Even the numbering, the different style of the way they write all the numbers, I, I think was nice as well. Yeah, it was all a bit. All the fonts were different. Yeah. Um, someone that does notice little stuff like that, I pick up on stupid, like, oh, they've, you've slightly upgraded your logo. You've got this thing here and that. Um, yeah, I thought it was a nice upgrade. It was a lot more modern. Yeah. I didn't realize, I didn't feel like last year's was dated until I seen the new stuff. And then now they've got the little Mercedes and Ferrari logo and Red Bull and Silver Red yeah, Bull yeah. and Sauber. I had, good was it seen? A lot the of it was pretty up. seamless. So uh, that's that's always good. I think. Mm. I think they did a good job, and um, it's a good sign from the new owners that they're they're really just looking at the small things, not just the big things. They seem to be a lot more digital. Yeah, and well, there's big talking about the a, um, digital release and over the top service. Yeah, where you'll be able to, I think it's fifteen, I think it's ten bucks US a month for the premium service, which allows you to go online, and you can actually select what cameras you want. So you can go, oh, this you know battle between Hamilton and Vettel. I only want to watch their on board, and you can actually split them, and have the two screens going, and you can still have all your data and stuff like that, or you can just get the basic package, which. I think you get the FOM stream. Yeah, okay. Not available in our country yet. There's always workarounds. Not allowed to promote that, but you can go download a VPN. It's not illegal. Yeah, yep. Um, I haven't tried that out. I'm still sticking to Foxtel. Yeah, um, that is pretty interesting, and it it'll, will it'll, be interesting to see how it goes. Because mm. then our supercars has got their media. I know we jump back to supercars, but they're... <laughs> The new boss of supercars is a, um, an old media TV exec or whatever. So he's yeah, going to yeah. have to negotiate the new deal. Um, and he's saying that over-the-top service, they've currently got Superview, but that needs a good overhaul and fix. Yeah, it needs to be thrown out and start again almost. Mm. It's The fact that it was great when it was available in Australia because it was like 20 bucks or 30 bucks. You know, every race... Every qualifying, you didn't get practices, you didn't get any support categories, but you got the races and stuff ad free in HD. It was great, yeah. but over the top services are definitely the next five years. Everyone's going to have an over the top service. Yeah, it is the future, and um, cut out the TV people. It will be. It will be. I still have to work out if it's going to be cheaper than Foxtel. Foxtel for me is like thirty bucks a month, forty bucks a month. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, no one cares about my Foxtel. Um, back to the Formula One. <laughs> Everyone was cracking on on the commentating about how the spectators, the feel, the crowd was huge. It was a big crowd, record crowd. Did you hear that it was a record crowd this I did, year? I did hear about it a few times, yes. Did anyone tell you that there was actually uh, 1,600 less people there this year than last year? <laughs> no, they didn't. They yeah. were expecting record crowd numbers. They sold record pre-sales tickets, yes. I think is what their word, wording was. mm um, but so not they, many they people really turned just, up to the gate. <laughs> they <laughs> were really just in. banging at home about how the, oh, there's going to be a bumper crowd. It's going to be the best we've ever had or the best in 10 years. And it was good to see that, you know, the numbers, well, they got 295,000 people there for the four days. That's more than the territory's population rocking up. <laughs> <laughs> it is a lot of people. It is. Um, and um, Melbourne has a lot of stuff going on. Melbourne's so. got a lot of people too. It it is um it was good What's to the see a good strike like showing. Three million. I have no idea. So they they got like one percent of the people rocking up. It's not a very good percentage turnout. 
Mm. You think we get forty, fifty thousand to Hidden Valley, and we've only got a hundred and twenty thousand, so you get like twenty five percent of the population rocking up. Imagine you get twenty five percent of Melbourne rocking up to the Formula One. Yeah, I, I I don't know what their population is, but it'd be interesting to see. Anyway, back onto statistics. <laughs> um, yeah. But we've got, we've TV... got statistics about stuff we do not know about. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hell, it hasn't stopped anyone before. <laughs> um, apparently, the TV viewing on Foxtel was up this year, but down on free-to-air. But it was good this year. The first time that we don't have goddamn ads in the races. And Bathurst won't have ads this year as well. Fantastic. It 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 was very, yeah. We've been over it last year in the episodes when it happened. You weren't very, very last frustrated. Year. For the first episode, I had to do it with Mitch. Yeah, okay. Oh, I was mainly talking about Bathurst. Oh, yes, Bathurst was definitely. It's over just, it. it's very frustrating Kills when you fire. pay for a a media platform to watch live races, which they actually advertise as all races live with no advertising. No ad breaks. And then they do show you it all live in a little box in the corner with, with no the, audio <laughs> and the ad blaring. Yeah. It just is. makes me those ads. I don't want to buy their product because they're ruining my experience. Yeah, so it was good to have that gone. Um, the, the agreement with Channel Ten and whatnot, and then you, um, rights and stuff like that was good. Mm. But yeah, still two hundred ninety-five thousand people there this year compared to two hundred ninety-six thousand, but still well up on two thousand sixteen, which only had two hundred seventy-one thousand people. Yeah, yeah, it was a strong showing. You could tell by the crowds. It looked like mm. it was nearly standing room only on the hill. Oh, and on the stuff hill like there, yeah. Like, that was proper packed. Any other Formula One news do you want to talk about before we jump into the race? Or do we um want to jump straight into qualifying a race? Uh, I don't have any other news off the top of my head, actually. No? no okay. I think. Well, let's jump, jump into, into the, the race. Jump into the race. Okay. Qualif- uh, qualifying, or do you want to do race? Much in qualifying? Uh, I didn't get to see qualifying. Well, Hamilton uh, having a cracking lap in Q3. Uh, I heard Vettel had a cracking lap in Q2, though. Yes. Um, well, they, they were all quite close in Q2 and and, and Q3. It looked like it was going to be close again um, with Max and Kimi and Vettel and Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daniel wasn't quite on them as well as, well as well as they were. He was pissed off. He had that three grid place penalty. Yeah. Yeah. Just slowing down, not slowing down. Oh, that was stupid. Um, so, so yeah, that, that was, that was pretty interesting to see the, uh, the ultimate pace when Hamilton got the lap I have perfect. seen his lap. That was quick. It was a new yeah. lap record. Yeah. And he, he really creamed the lap. Like he got it perfect. Mm. Even Vettel has come out since and said, look, I'm, you know, I've watched it. it. It's not much left on the table. But Vettel basically had a go at him and said, oh, so this is what we're expecting from your new engine. Uh, party mode they call it now, which is the full beans mode yep. that they've been given for qualifying. And Hamilton said, "No, no, no, no. That that wasn't all all engine. I did the previous lap in the same engine mode." And then, you know, I he's like, "Oh yeah, well, how'd you had you gain six tenths? So you just got the lap. You perfect. just yeah, I just all of a sudden pulled that out of my ass." So anyway, there, there was a bit of banter from those two in the qualifying um, room afterwards, and. Um, Hamilton basically, yeah. Well, Kimmy <laughs> didn't want to take a bar of it. Um, <laughs> Hamilton had a go like at Kimmy. <laughs> so, and said, "I just wanted to wipe the smile off your face. That's why I saved it for last." Oh, really? Yeah, and that's how it sort of started. And then, then um, Vettel bounced back with a 
Oh, don't worry. We leave um, the partying for Sunday night. You can party tonight. <laughs> yeah, I heard all about this, and I wasn't 100% sure what's happened. And then, yeah, yeah. sort of recapped on it. And and then, uh, sorry, Hamilton was sort of backing out of it a little bit, going, hey, hey, man, I was just joking. It was not meant to be serious. What do you reckon? Kimmy likes to party. Come on. Yeah. And Kimmy just sort of stared off into the distance like, I'm not biting on news too. Kimmy's there going, I wonder where I can get an ice cream. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> No comment, I think, <laughs> pretty much. Poor Bottas, though, in qualifying. Well, yeah, pretty big crash. Mm, big one. I did see that bit. That was uh, a pretty decent crash. Wiped a couple of wheels off it. Yes. Uh, What's the spoiler? That back end of those cars just fall apart, take a hit. Douche, gone. Yeah. So, now, there was a little um, information come out about his car as well. So, yeah, engine control, onboard control or something. I can't remember what they call it now. Yeah. Uh, you only get two of them a year now. One's gone. So they replaced one of them. Um, but they said it's going back to Bricksworth to get tested. It quite possibly might be okay, but they didn't want to risk it for the race. So it might go back into his pool if it's okay. Yeah, if yep. not, he's already going to be on the verge of en- or penalties. I don't like this thing where they go into three engines. I'm like, I don't think anyone lasted on three engines last year. No one. So sake, why would you limit four it? available, but... Um, I don't think there was many people that lasted on four engines last year. No. Do you see like the Honda graphics when they were doing it with McLaren? It was like, oh, you've used 22 of these and 30 of these. And like, what's the limit? Five. Yeah. That's why they were taking these record bloody penalties. I think, I don't want to see the cars getting penalty. I don't want to see the drivers getting penalties because. I think penalize the team's money, money wise. Yeah. Um, so that, that we can or watch gen- good racing points. still. Points. Yeah, and so we can watch, well, exactly, and points Take is money. Take team points. Take team points away. Um, because it's, it's essentially in the end of the day, we're all paying, whether you're at the track or not, to watch some good racing. Mm. And when you put someone at the rear of the field that should be battling with the guy that's in first and he can match the guy in first pace, all of a sudden the guy in first just drives off into the distance. Yes, we might see some good passing from the guy that's been put at the rear, but we want to watch the battle at the front. Yeah. I don't know about everyone else, but I want to watch. Either that, or let's do reverse grids. <laughs> Shake it all up. Shake it all up. Let Salva <laughs> and Toro Rosso start on the front row, put Hamilton and Vettel on the back row, and let's watch them fight. <laughs> well, you might see some gear get a bit broken. <laughs> I bet it'll be a good race, though. <laughs> yeah. Better be on a track that you can pass, though. Yeah, not not our. We'll track. put it on Monaco. <laughs> <laughs> Sauber might win. <laughs> you never know. It's good to have Sauber back though. I like their cars. They look nice. I like the color scheme. Mm. I think they would need to work on their team uniforms. I said that suggests on the weekend. I said, other the, oh, the team uh, they're just a bit boring. They're Did you notice like at the start of the grid? You know when they're like, oh, and here's your drivers, and they're all like. I'm I'm doing what the drivers are. I know you can't really see, but you know, that arms crossed and like look cool into the camera and stuff. And is it Charles Leclerc? Leclerc? Leclerc, yeah. Leclerc, yeah. He's bloody got his thing half undone and it's like opened up and he's like just being big pretty boy. <laughs> and everyone else is like arms folded, nice stare at the camera. <laughs> I just thought it was a bit... I mean, I know he's born in Monaco and he's the first Formula One driver to be born in Monaco racing. Yeah. Not the first one to live there because they all live there for tax purposes. But, yeah, it's just a bit of a pretty it, boy, that one. It did make me laugh, actually, going back to V8s again. Sorry, everybody. Um, 
when they play the little intro photos of each driver when they're going down the grid and they get to win a bottom and win a bottom's the only guy that's like big smile. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Everyone else is like blue steel. Yep. <laughs> Look at the camera. <laughs> it's, like, uh, it's funny. It'd be funny if he's got his Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not for him. <laughs> <laughs> but for us, who is meant to be entertaining. We, let's get back onto Formula One. <laughs> All right. All right, you went, you went away. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. All right, do you want to start the race? Yep, lights went green. <laughs> All right, lights went out. Lights went out, yeah, they, they went out. <laughs> um, It was a pretty hectic little start, you know, a few cars. There was. I'm now I'm just I close I've just closed my eyes thinking of the star and all well, that Kimmy I remember. Kimmy went pretty hard. Kimmy did, but all I clicked on was the one where V8 supercars again. Oh, Percat <laughs> pushing Wincup like off the road. You're like, not wrong. That was a pretty crazy stuff. It was horrible. I was like, Jesus, mate! Like it's any other racetrack, you've pushed him into a wall. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised he didn't get a penalty for it. But I guess once the pit comes out, is it glasses? That's the racetrack all the way over there. I don't know. I think because there was no incident, essentially, in the end of it. They like just play ball. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't want to anyway. penalize it. So, But yeah, no, Kimmy got a great start off the line. I was there going, ah, look at my pick for Kimmy. He's going to pay off. Vettel's all the way down in third. Yeah, it was it was a cracking start from Kimmy. Quickly going over the, the race, Saints and, and Alonso were having a great battle there at the start. Right as well. up until Saints ran wide. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, he ran wide and ran off. Lost a lot of time doing that. Surprisingly, it good, it's not quick. Good to see the McLarens are at least top ten competitive. competitive. Yeah, yeah, he um what was Alonso's comment right at the end of the race was like, ah, oh, we can fight with this. Yeah, we're we're finally here again. So he he's pretty happy. It was the best finish or the high first time he's finished a race since joining McLaren at Melbourne. Yeah, and it's his equal. Top finish since he joined mm. fifth. Fifth, yeah. Um, since he joined back with McLaren, Ricardo's pass and Hulkenberg. How committed was that? He? Was good. That was just like boom. Just do that every lap, mate. He was proper committed. He only just pulled it off, but he he, he made it look easy though. Yeah. Um, I don't even think he locked a wheel. No, but he he did sort of slide off the corner and, and go quite slowly. And yeah, because then Hulk, Hulk was right up back. back up the inside, oh, yeah. outside, but. Um, great. great to watch. Another big moment. Uh, so Max, when he was pressuring Kimmy for so long, oh, and he then just Max lost had that it. Big like spin. It, did he lose it at the apex? He lost the rear at the apex, or just after he it? He mounted the curb a little bit and then unsteaded the car, and then yeah, lost it. Dropped to so many positions. He was so lucky. I mean, when I saw it live, I was like, "Oh, you're lucky you didn't hit him." Until I watched it in slow mode, you're like, "Oh, you're actually quite far away from people." But you expect the drivers to have really good reactions to be able to avoid all of that. Um, now, Haas were running with really good pace. Really, right up really, until really their really wheels fell pace. off. Up until the wheels fell off the cart. Yes, it literally both yeah, cars sorry, had bad puns, wheel, but yeah. <laughs> wheel nuts left loose. That was sad because was. they were doing so well. But in the also a little bit of me was like... Now, Ricardo doesn't have to pass more cars. <laughs> he, can, <laughs> he can move forward a bit more and attack Kimmy. So, that was a, a, a big changing point of the race. That was the, probably the, the tipping. Well, obviously, it was the tipping. finally excited it up a little bit. So, we went into a um, virtual, virtual safety, safety. For a long time. 
Yeah, they didn't seem to be able to make up their mind on how they were going to retrieve the car. Uh, once they found that they could not get to it any other way by putting a crane on the circuit, the obvious and, sign yeah, was they need a safety car. To bunch the field up. Because that is the one thing about the um, the virtual safety car is good for slowing everyone down there, but the idea for the safety car is to bunch the field up so you can work on the track because everyone's in yeah. one big group and then you've got to, like, you know... Two so, minutes of emptiness. So they did that, um, but that was the game changer, wasn't it? So it was. That's the bit when, um, actually, just virtual, before that, virtual safety. I sent you a bit. message because oh, yeah, at this yeah. point of time, um, Hamilton's pitted and Kimmy's pitted, and Vettel stayed out. Yeah, Doing Vettel, what Vettel did last year as well. Yeah, Vettel game. ran long last year, and actually pulled off the overcut. Yeah, but I sent you the message going, "Oh, Vettel's gone for the overcut." I don't think he's got the gap on him. No joke. Like a minute later, virtual safety car is is in or is out, and Vettel pits and comes out. I'd say comfortably ahead. Yeah, I would say so too. And I was like, "Oh, here's me going. He doesn't have the gap. He won't make it." Like I thought he was going to jump Kimmy. I didn't think he was going to jump Vettel. Uh, Hamilton as first. It was what. Yeah. I didn't think he was going to jump Hamilton as well. Yeah, that was um, a pretty big moment, wasn't it? It, it kind of seemed to surprise everyone too. No one seen it coming. <laughs> it definitely, Hamilton did not see it coming. He was on the radio like, what the hell happened, guys? Why didn't you tell me he was in the pits? Yeah. Like, uh, okay, yeah, Hamilton, Vettel's in the pits. Yeah, you <laughs> like, can't go faster because yeah. there's, there's timing segments along the straight that will pick up if he goes too fast. Yeah, so. yeah. There was not much he could do about it. After the virtual safety car, what he needed to know, I guess, was that his delta lap needed to be faster before the virtual safety car to hold a slightly larger gap in case there was a virtual safety car. Mm. And they're saying it could be a computer glitch or something in their uh, system. Essentially, that... their computer glitch was that they mis misrepresented the time, basically, what the virtual safety car was going to make a lap, how long it was going to make a lap. Uh, so okay. misrepresented how long that. Well, it's also because apparently, be. what the virtual safety car doesn't apply for the pits. No, so they can go in the pit, so in pit entry as fast as they want, and out pit exit as fast as they want. They don't get time till they hit the next flag point. Oh, okay, and we don't know where that is. It'd be turn just before turn one. There'd be a flag point. Ah, oh, okay, yep. So, so you guys flat out right up until you get out in front of just before the apex of turn one. Well, he can Get go even into that. He won't see another flag point till the exit of probably turn two. Oh, okay. So he just has to slow. Like, he can go fast as he wants into turn one, as long as there's no incident there, no double wave yeah, yellows, yeah. Um, into turn one, and then watch his delta time that he has to match and slow himself down to a crawling pace before he breaks the next beam. Yeah, yep. And then you, he can yeah, do you got to make that. Did so you think Hamilton was winching a bit? Oh, no. I think he was frustrated. frustrated and wanted to know what happened. Uh, it was then he was making calls win. on the radio like, can we go for it, guys? Can I put it up? Uh, I'm going to go for it anyway. Yeah. It's like, okay. Even if they said no, you're doing it. Yeah. I thought he was almost going to get him, to be I honest, because he was bringing that gap down. And then, I don't know, just the way that Hamilton could bring that gap down. But he just it's hard track to pass. It is. They, so they reckon you need at least 1.6 second pace difference to pass. That's a lot. Yeah. So Hamilton probably didn't have that pace over Vettel. Probably a second. No, not 1.6. Not 1. He probably yeah. had one. Yeah, it's maybe one second a lap. So, yeah, it was going to be a struggle for him from that day, from that point forward. So that's why he was so frustrated. It was 
uh, a bit interesting. I think he was probably more frustrated because of all the banter that had happened the day before as well about... You know, I'm not going to get the party. Well, the fact that, you know, Fratella basically called it in a press conference that it's all right, we'll do our partying, partying tomorrow night. Yeah, and he's going, shit, they're so going to do it. he's already starting to get into Hamilton's I head. think that's what you need to do to beat Hamilton. Well, that's what Rosberg some, said about yeah, he did. a month ago when he did his Sky Sports interview slash joining the team, whatever they called it. Um, yeah, it so was to a beat Hamilton, point. you got to get in his head and get under his skin. you got to get him off. Otherwise, you won't beat him at his best days when he's in the best car. So yeah, that was that was good to see it. it. Well, not good to see it. It was it, it seemed to work. So. Yeah, it was it was good. Int- it was I liked it. I like when Hamilton doesn't win. Now, engine failure, Honda again. Gasly, De- deja vu. Yes, and poor bloody Hartley, who um flat spotted his tires apparently right at the start and then just ruined his race. But yeah, yeah the engine engine dramas on the Honda that was a bit bit sad because I think I can't remember what lap it was, but they were doing all right. Uh, you know, the Toro Rosso's in qualifying they were setting some. I didn't get out of Q two unfortunately, but got to give them a little bit. They've improved from last year. I think the Honda engines this year are better uh, than last year's. I agree. Um, the two biggest improvers I think have been Honda and Haas. Yeah, um, from the from the. The off season, they've they've really come forward. Sorry, I'm just going through my notes now. Oh, Dan, when he was pestering Raikkonen. Yeah, he's like, do you want to go for another one or do you have a break? He's like, I don't want to let this guy breathe. Yeah, (laughs) I don't want to let him breathe. Good old Daniel Ricciardo over the... He must have like a little quote book that he just... (laughs) uh, Wait, I'll just find a page here. Yeah, uh, page 42 says... (laughs) How good was his hat? Quick-witted response. How good was his hat? Oh, I think Stuart, one of our listeners, has already um, sent in a photo that he's actually purchased one of those hats. Yeah, but 65 bucks. He sent me the link and I was like, I am paying $65 for a hat that I'm never really going to (laughs) wear. So, uh, yeah, I think there's one of those has been purchased. But it's a nice looking hat. And shout out. shout out to you, Stuart. Yeah. Carlos. Carlos Saints almost vomited in his helmet. Yeah, so Carlos had his uh, drink bottle was slowly drooping into his mouth the whole race. Oh, is that what it was? Because I heard he was crook or something. So, yeah, and he, he said in the race, oh, the drink, it's because the drink bottle. But then we never picked up on any other radios. Um, he got interviewed after the race and it basically said, uh, the drink bottle was always going. How much water do they carry on board uh, for the drinks? It must be like a trickle. Must have mustn't have been like flat out spraying, but always going and going into his mouth. And when he was racing, he was just subconsciously just drinking it. Oh, he must swallowing, and swallowing, and swallowing, and swallowing, and swallowing, swallowing. So he ended up that bloated and had so much water in his stomach that he he felt nauseous. He was going to throw up. Yeah, because he um, said he overcome vomit or whatever to finished the race and then they gave it to who was behind him um force india was behind him and they were like carlos is battling the flu attack him pretty much along those uh, lines yeah yeah sorry i would have had more notes of the formula one but um for our listeners that aren't in darwin which is most of them <laughs> we had a cyclone last weekend and um i was at a mate's place all sunday cutting down trees that had fallen over and I think 20 trees we cut up. It's damage everywhere still around the place. 
There is. It's uh, it's a bit of a war zone up here at the moment. Um, yeah, I think the rural areas only just got power back like last weekend, like uh, yeah, earlier in so the week. Yeah, so I think mum and dad's house got power on Friday. Yeah, and the so, cyclone happened, what, last Saturday? Yeah, so pretty much a week without power. Um, so it's been pretty, a lot of candles have been burnt and mm. a lot of generators going around the place, but... A lot of new trees. We're, so if you've got any trees you want to send to the territory, we need some new trees. So no African mahogany's big, <laughs> big, big no no. A big thing going around Darwin at the moment. Well, there's a lot it, of hate. Was on it the even mahogany's. that many bloody African mahogany's that fell down? Yeah, but there's also a lot of gum trees and a lot of natives that fell down. Oh, as there well. was too. Yeah, agreed. There's not but that there many African mahoganies left. There was there was a lot. That's not anymore. <laughs> Go for a drive along the Esplanade. It looks like a a bomb went off down there. It's just wiped them all out. Like yeah, there's nothing just, at Cenotaph for the yeah. um, Anzac Day coming up in a month. Well, yep. okay, we're onto that now. Um, <laughs> um, basically, on the whole, the rest of the race. After the virtual safety car, the race sort of... Ricardo couldn't get past. Um, unfortunately, he's got this voodoo thing where the Australians can only finish fourth yeah. at home. No, no podium. Um, so we got to wait He was giving 12. it everything. And it, oh, he it did. Was good to, it was really good to watch Daniel out there really pushing hard, trying to get past Kimi. And he was giving it everything, but it just didn't have the pace to get around him. Well, we'll see where the championship goes now because it's pretty much looking exactly like last year, except Ricardo's got 12 points instead of none. Yeah, it's um, a bit better than last year for Ricardo after Australia. Yes, for sure. So your tip last week, I think, was Van Gisbergen and Vettel. Mm. You got one. Who actually who won out of the four races? Who, who got the most points? Wink up, because he won the Larry Perkins Trophy. He did. Okay, cool. And do you... Sorry, we finished on Formula 1 now? <laughs> I can jump back into supercars? Do you think we need more trophies? Like, more event Memorable. trophies? Yeah, uh, like, you've got the yeah, Jim I Rich, think we should Jason have, Richards. I think we should have an event trophies. Yes. Yeah. Like, Rick Kelly called... Yeah, Rick Kelly called for more of them yeah. when they announced the um Larry Perkins Trophy. It was a nice trophy. Like, nice wheel thing yeah and um yeah jamie won that because he pretty much i think going into sunday's race he couldn't lose it with a what a second a first and a second he did his thing again where if he's not winning races he's on the podium still (laughs) he needs to recover all he can because he well he did lost his 136 race win streak or race win streak race finish streak on in clipsal yeah, he he's, he clawed back a lot of points this uh, this weekend. It was a pretty good showing from him. Yeah, because um, well, quickly in the championship, we'll just do the top four. You know, Van Gisbergen currently leading at a four hundred and eighty six points. Davy Reynolds, which I think is someone that could definitely. I know there's all the hype over him at the moment, but I think he's definitely a championship contender, and he's at four hundred and thirty seven points. Scott McLaughlin. Um, is in third at the moment on 425 points. And Chaz Mostert, um, the guy that I tipped for the weekend, and he didn't do too bad. He didn't win a race or anything. But, yeah, he's currently third on 416 points. Hmm. Um, Formula One's pretty much how you think they finished. Sebastian <laughs> Patel, 25 points. Lewis Hamilton, 18. Kimi Raikkonen, 15. And Daniel Ricciardo, 12. Yeah. Our next episode's going to be a doubleheader again. It is. It's two weeks away. Uh, we're looking at Abu Dhabi, 
No, uh, Bahrain, Bahrain. Bahrain and Tasmania Super Sprint. That's going to be a long one because we've also got the super Dunlop. Twos. Yeah, yeah, Super 2s. But it'd be good. Let's hope it's not raining. Oh, I don't want to see that carnage of so many cars from last I know, year. I know. Have flashbacks of that every time. They they put the flashbacks up on TV and you're like, oh, we don't need to see that I again. I see <laughs> multi-million dollar crashes. Everyone is like, boom, all your cars are ruined. <laughs> DJ Brad Jones. Brad Jones. No. Must be like, no, don't show me that. <laughs> yeah, because so not only year. that, did he lose a lot of cars in the main game? He lost a lot of cars in the development. So did he Bryce. Did. He lost. He lost a few, a few cars last year. It was a pretty expensive year for him. I think it was what was it, a couple million dollars worth of cars. I think were ruined from Brad Jones alone last yeah, year. One point two like million or something. It was, it was quite a large number. But at least we don't have to long to go for racing because I felt like we had clips or, or Adelaide five hundred, and then we had to wait like forever for this round. Yeah, it was a, a bit of a gap, and then I think it's a pretty much a week after that we got another round, don't we? Yeah, something like that. I know the calendar starts to stack up a bit soon. Yes, you got to get all your fishing out of the way shortly. Yeah, you got two weeks after that, and then you got Phillip Island. Yep. Oh, and then we got like a month. No, not a month, a couple of weeks. Still, Plus we got Formula One's in. Yeah, in between. Formula One in between. We're just looking at the supercar calendar. I feel like I wait for. I have to wait forever before I get to go to my next round. Darwin. Yeah, I got to wait till June before I go to the supercars again. But then I get to go to Townsville, and then I miss one. And I missed this one here is only like the Sydney Rooster, the Sydney Rooster, the Red Rooster Sydney um, Super Night 300 is really only two days. Oh, so I was looking at that on the calendar at the start of the year and went, mm, mm, typo here. Because it's the nighttime race. Yes. And if you look on the calendar, it's pretty much like, I think, what is the 3rd of August? The Sydney one happens on a Friday and Saturday, and that's it. Yep, there you go. It's That'll be interesting to see how they run it this year. Yes, and Ben's. I was close to going to that one as well. Helen Ben. Yeah. I just yeah. I, I booked all our flights. Oh, you're officially coming to Newcastle, so oh. we will be there. Cool. Um, I've booked you for your airplane tickets already. <laughs> I don't have a choice anymore. <laughs> no, apparently. no, I, I was there. Looked at, I sent you that message going. Um, too late, too late, man. Like I sent you a message like, "Hey, man, flights are cheap." And then I was like, "He didn't message me back. It's been five minutes." Hey, man, I bought your tickets. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, you're going. Okay, that sounds good. I'm, so I'm we'll, we'll, we'll try and we'll, we'll let everyone know we'll be there. I don't know whereabouts we're going to sit yet. Um, tickets don't go on sale until April. 28th I think um, but we'll definitely be booking tickets and then we'll if anyone else is going to be down there we might have like a little meet and greedy thing yeah we might meet up at a pub at something yeah. stage or something like that if uh, if everyone has time or anything can uh, make themselves available we'll come have a yeah. drink just even more beer one, there'll be more people there'll be definitely we'll have some other listeners down there hope so but yeah anyway that is it. us Done and dusted. Sorry, I've been a bit dusty this week. Got a bit of the flu, but... Ah, that's all right. And yeah, like I said, the Sunday for me, I was knackered by the time race time comes down. You're cutting trees down with chainsaws and lugging them around the place. It's no fun. But that's not an excuse. You guys don't really care. You just (laughs) want to hear us talk about the racing. So that's us. Thank you. We will... um, 
Oh, I got to do our little sign-off. Yeah, you can remember that. You know, hit us 52 up. 52 episodes, and I'm like, well, I forgot to do it. Don't forget to hit us up on Facebook with facebook.com forward slash breaking late. You can go to our website, breakinglate.com. If you have an email, you want to contact us, you can email us at breakinglate at gmail.com. Um, if you want to tell us a story about it, when we'll talk about it on the podcast, do it. If you've got a little inside tips, we like inside tips, don't we? Inside tips are the best. They are. Then we can like pretend we know what we're talking about. Yeah, exactly. And if you want to remain anonymous, we can do that. Because <laughs> we have those skills. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, don't forget to like and share us on Facebook and um, leave reviews on iTunes and stuff for the show. If you do, that's very much appreciated. We do really like that. That helps us out a lot. Um, we're, we're done. We'll see you guys in two weeks. Yeah. After, oh, hang on. We haven't done our tips. Oh, tips. We have to because we're keeping a record of it now. Okay. Mercedes. Let me get my pen out. Uh, I'm going Hamilton. Right, so F1. JD is going Hamilton. Yep. Tasmania. Tasmania, supercars. Oh, it's going to be a hard one, I reckon. No one picked Scotty Pye, man. You could do that too. My brother-in-law come up to me. He's like, did you think Scotty Pye was going to win? You said Chaz Mossett on the show. And I was like, wow, you listened to the show. Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, no, I did not think Scotty Pye was going to uh, win. I don't think no anyone did. thought Scotty Pye was going to win. Uh, See the video of the... um. Their garage in the closing oh, laps. Oh, yeah, yeah, So yeah. quiet, so quiet. And then when he crosses line, everyone's just ecstatic. It was really cool to have... Um, Zach Brown. Zach Brown in the in the, the garage. They're going to need to get one of their rich people in every race. Yeah. Every race weekend. We'll see really how well. they go in Tasmania when they don't have anyone to <laughs> help them. Anyone to uh, impress. Uh, anyway, back to... What's your tip? What's your tip? Oh, yeah. Jeez, it's a real hard one. Um, I feel like Scotty's going to have a strong weekend there. I know it's normally Hi. a triple eight. Nah. <laughs> it's, it's normally a triple eight stronghold a bit, but Scotty Mac. Yeah, let's go, Scotty Mac. All right, F one for Michael. I'm gonna go Battelle. You just doing that to be different, or you really think doing Battelle? that to screw Hamilton? <laughs> Supercars. You like no, it? but Battelle, like Bahrain, he's won there before plenty of times. Yeah, but they car slower, and you can pass on that track. <laughs> or am mm. I talking too much logic there <laughs> yeah but we can't both go for the same people yes you can no we can't because <laughs> someone has to be right well you just can't start beating me if we start <laughs> going for the same people because I got one more point than you <laughs> I, I don't know how we're going to do it do we have to go on like a ladder and be like oh look Chaz finished fifth overall <laughs> for that weekend but you picked Van Gisbergen and he he finished like seventh <laughs> so I get a point <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, see, I don't know how we're going to doing this. So we're yeah. just telling people tips, but it's not <laughs> even like footy where people care. Um, supercars, I think Win Cup's back at it. I think you could be right. I reckon you could get a point there. Yep. I win. I reckon I reckon <laughs> you'll get a point for the V8, and, I think and you'll I'll get, get a point, point for Formula <laughs> 1. There we go. We share unless, unless something happens. <laughs> All right. Well, that is us done and dusted. We'll see you guys in two weeks. I'm not doing the outro again. I've already done that. Just listened <laughs> to that a couple of minutes ago. <laughs> We're out of here. Thank you. See ya. See you guys. Bye. Yeah, like majority of the stuff that happened and it was not that great. Mm.
Don't air that. <laughs> <laughs> I could use that as the grab at the start. Like, <laughs> yeah, the majority of the stuff that happened in that race wasn't that great. 